Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. Hey, I tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a holiday-themed uh, Take the Ride podcast. I'm Adam Drake. With me, as always, a man who's more <laughs> nog than egg, Johnny Wright. Mm. Hello, I'm Johnny Wright. Hey, Johnny Wright. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm above average. How are you? Oh, that's pretty good. I'll take that. That's good. I like your yeah. glasses, man. You rocking new glasses? I got new frames. Yeah, yeah. I got new glasses. I got, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm a have, I'm a big reading glass guy now. It's just what do you do? So <laughs> what do you do? But I like them. They look so good, I did. Man. Yeah, I I I like them though, man. They make you Except seem. Very, I don't know. They make you seem very. Yeah, uh, thanks. We're doing all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, a little professorial. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah, you're like you're either gonna like write a novel or like teach like the theory of like particle physics and shit like that. Yeah. So what are totally the other? True. Yeah. Um, so speaking of John Lennon, man, did you, did you check out get back? I know that was kind of the big release, uh, back in, uh, what was it November? I guess it was right before yeah, Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, they came out on Thanksgiving. I, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it, the, 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 the amount of information that I got out of that was just mind boggling to me because all this stuff that I've thought about the Beatles and especially that time period, I, I wasn't all the way correct, you know? Well, no, not, or at least not according to the uh, documentary. Um, but yeah, I, I think everyone had that kind of negative view of like the get back so sessions, right? Just. Um, so what, 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 like, what were your initial thoughts? Like, take, take me through it here. Well, there's, you know, part of the, the lore. Well, I love learning stuff. Like, you know, like I heard, I heard rumors that, that, uh, that when George quit, that him and John had a fist fight. That was one of that's like one of these legends. It didn't happen, and so when when they're they're reading about it in the tabloids, it came to fisticuffs. I think was the word used. And George Harrison was like, "Should we sue them? This didn't happen." <laughs> like, good Lennon didn't punch. Okay, you know, finding out stuff like that was just fascinating. I mean, if you know, anything, that, his that didn't happen. His departure was almost uh, just kind of casual. Like, yeah, yeah. All right, just get another. He just guitar. went home. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'd heard, I remember hearing for, for years, the rumors that, that Lennon would threaten to get Clapton. It was there in the documentary that Lennon was like, yeah, well, we can just call Eric Clapton. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't even a threat really. It was like, 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 yeah. It was just like, no big deal. Call Clapton. But that finding was, out little stuff like that was fascinating. Yeah. It, but that was kind of like the birth of this like sensational journalist. I mean, I, clearly sensationalist journalism has always been around, but it was really interesting to see what happened and then how the media interpreted that and how off base yeah. it was and how just blown out of proportion it was just to just to get get a few get a few new readers. Because you uh, you you thought that they hated each other. When you watch it, they clearly don't. No, they're having like they're just like, like singing Elvis songs in a goofy voice to make each other laugh. Yeah, and, you know they're they clearly loved each other. It's just. They just couldn't coexist as a band anymore. And so right. when I watched it, it was it was a little little melancholy at the end because 
knowing that it's the last time they play together. And then, but you hear how incredible it sounds, especially when they added Billy Preston on that organ. And I mean, that would have translated to stadiums and arenas. It would have been amazing. That's the last time they played, which I find myself a little sad at the end. Yeah, I, I, yes, I, I totally. And it was very much like, like this is the end, but it wasn't like they went off on this bad note either. Right. I mean, I guess it kind of just faded away, but but to have that as their final moment or their, I guess, quote unquote, true final moment was really kind of nice. I, I thought when Peter Jackson was on Colbert and, you know, talking about it, and it was fascinating to listen to him talk about it. And then Col- like, and Colbert said that I like cried at the end and I was like, come on, that's ridiculous. I did at the end. Of course you did. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Peter Jackson got me. Yeah, I mean, there is that moment. Yeah, of it, I, I loved it. They do just kind just of see, see, you know, at the end, they're kind of like looking at it and seeing their their performance and kind of just appreciating what happened in, in a very quiet sort of way. And it was really kind of interesting to see see that and see their reaction to it rather than everyone else's reaction. I don't know. I, I for some reason that really struck me as, as as a beautiful moment. I you know I find my I found myself you know googling as I'm watching googling stuff as I'm watching and you know there was stuff like they were working on songs that didn't become Beatles songs they ended up being on the solo records right like yeah. George tried George tries to bring them all things must pass <laughs> yeah. and they just kind of you know Lennon calls it a Harris song which I'd heard that he used to say that dismissively I, I, but I couldn't believe that was true that oh, he was wow. just a Harris song That's which is funny. like John could be a dick but oh totally. Uh, and you know those didn't become Beatles songs. Lennon works on a song called uh, "The Road to Marrakesh," I think it's called. And I'm yep. like, that's not a Beatles song. I looked it up. It became one of his solo. It became uh, on. It was on his solo record. A different name. So the, these 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 little details that are sprinkled through it. It was just. It was, oh, yes, I've been working on this. You know, I was working on this last night. And he plays Get Back. Yeah. And the guys are just like, kind of, oh, yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. Whatever. Kind of yawning. <laughs> it's the first time he played it. Yeah. And then it becomes yeah. this huge yeah. song for them. Yeah. Um, you know what was really interesting, too, is not that they were, like, having bad issues or whatever. But when Billy Preston comes on the scene, it's just this emotional char- like charge and this change from when <sighs> Billy Preston comes in. Like, he just changes the whole dynamic in a positive no. way. And the whole thing happened because they were like, they couldn't decide who would play piano on a song. Well, if you play piano, that means I'll play bass. And they were trying to figure it out. And, and yeah. George Harrison was like, hey, my friend Billy's here in town. He's yeah. just going to come visit. It was just like a happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up being on the record. It's, but how I love awesome Billy is that? Preston. Yeah, man. Like, uh, just and you can tell that they're all just having so much fun, and especially uh, like you know Billy himself is like getting thrown into this thing and doing it very successfully. It's pretty wild to watch. John wanted him to join the band. I mean, they were going to invite him to join the band. Oh, you know, yeah, it would have been a short-lived uh, tenure. Yeah, but, and Paul uh, had a great line. Paul says, "Well, it's hard enough with, with four of us. I don't know if we can do five. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, I, I mean, I. I go back and forth. I, I I genuinely enjoyed the documentary. I just felt like, you know, it was it's very long. It's, it is. It's tedious, but I think in order to capture the creative process, it's really you kind of need it to be that long so that you can see the monotony and the struggle and trying to piece things together and and how 
how involved that process is rather than just glossing over it. And I think that was a really unique way of, of approaching it. I think that's very well said. I totally agree. It was the, the process part of it was what was so fascinating is that, yeah. you know, there's these, those songs are 50 years old, but yeah. you know, to see how they're, they were crafted and how they were kind of played with and how things evolved and changed was just, I mean, I was ripped three nights. I was three nights in a row. just riveting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was, it was a very magical thing. And I'm, I'm glad that, that Peter yeah, Jackson I watched it in three settings. Yeah. So I guess, uh, Peter Jackson was like, he didn't want to step on, uh, what is it? Michael Lindsay hog. Even my, even my 16 year old nephew. Oh, is that oh, true? Yeah. Yeah. Hog. Yeah. So I, like, I, I think that's true. So, so know. Michael, so his thing was a little sensationalist. I think, uh, get back the original, um, right. It's get back. Right. Am I, am I, yeah. yeah. I've seen, I had, I used to have a bootleg copy of it and I've, I've seen it. Okay. And so they gloss over it. It's kind of, you know, rose colored yeah. glasses. Right. But uh, I think that this really, really kind of captures that moment in time and becomes this very like, just, it's like a really, it's a love expression to the band. And I think now that the truth has come out, it's, it makes me actually respect the Beatles more in, in some way. Yeah. It's a shame that they couldn't do it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Having that little, having that little, uh, piece piece of history to watch was just really something else right and when they get I the mean, guy to hit the anvil yeah <laughs> on maxwell's uh uh yeah maxwell maxwell silver hammer yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah. my 16 year old nephew texted me that's his new favorite song which i thought was hilarious wow out of all yeah. the out of all the Beatles songs that one he <laughs> he has a, a a music appreciation class in, oh, okay. in, in it's his favorite class and he's called a couple times to like ask about some stuff you know it's like i told him stories about the who and zeppelin and which yeah. he thought i was making up like what <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm telling you keith moon got so loaded on horse tranquilizers that he passed out and they had a guy from the audience come up and finish the show <laughs> no that didn't happen i'm telling you it happened look it yeah. up keith moon was nuts <laughs> i think also in get back what's what's interesting too is and just speaking of maxwell silver hammer is that paul mccartney really became the leader and i always thought it was john uh, for, yeah. for no other reason than I think it was an assumption of mine, but you can see it in, in the documentary that, that Paul's kind of leading the proceedings there. Don't you think? And I think kind of, he, yeah. it seemed a little bit reluctantly to, you know, I don't, I don't even think he wanted to, but yeah. it's just that I think that, that, uh, that, you know, every else was kind of a little bit apathetic. And then, you know, what's not touched on this is that John was dabbling in heroin at this time. So, yes. so him and Yoko were that now that's not touched on in the doc, but well, they're, I'm they're, sure he wasn't doing it in front of, yeah, <laughs> of the documentary, group. but heroin was part of this too. Yes, you know, so it's, uh, it's, I just don't think that they could coexist anymore, but to have that record was, man, I just, I loved when they're playing on the roof and I loved the, the reactions from the street. They woke yeah. me up from a nap. I mean, just, they were priceless. Just all the negative ones. Yeah. Just, like all the old people, you're like, all right, I know what's coming out of this one. And all the young kids are like loving it who are now old people. So good. Yeah. yeah. Well, well those, awesome. those cops, those cops are somebody's granddad now. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's, I love that they had like a, like kind of a hidden camera in the Apple office. That right. They didn't yes. know they were being filmed in there. It was like behind a, a like double pane glass or something. <laughs> and that secretary, she was like playing like dumb. Like, I don't, what's going on in the roof? What? I don't she know. She was I mean, great. Yeah. Yeah, man. Totally. That's what you want, man. 
Yeah, it was great. Thank you, Peter Jackson, for giving us that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he spent four years on that. You can tell. I mean, that's just the restoration process alone of that footage. That footage is crisp. It looks it's like it was shot yesterday. It's it's great. Yeah, it's it's amazing and stuff. The copy that I had, I mean, it looks it looked terrible before oh, sure. that this is all cleaned up. Oh yeah, I it's mean, gotta- it was looked awful. Just the color but alone. The band, uh, there was times that the band didn't even know that there was filming because they would like just put the, they would just turn the camera on and walk away and go get a cup of tea. And then like, I think that's part of the, the kind of the, the spontaneity that was captured is that they would kind of forget that things were rolling. And then you'd get these, you know, great moments where they're joking around and stuff. Right. And it's, but yeah, that's what Peter Jackson said that they would just kind of let the camera roll and <laughs> Yeah, just pop in a pop in a mag and, and let it roll for twenty <laughs> minutes and you know see what you get and I got yeah, a lot really yeah totally man so how was your Thanksgiving by the way uh, I haven't talked to you since before Thanksgiving it's been a while Johnny I'm yeah sorry. it's been a little bit you know I just Turkey. watching football watching no big football. deal yeah, yeah how, uh, how how's the season been for you how's it how's it treated you terrible why <laughs> well, why are you in, stink are you doing fantasy or are you are you I don't I don't do fantasy. It's not for me. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. It's uh like I, I I did it once and like by the third week, I don't like rooting for players that aren't on my team. So it never it was not my thing. I, okay. And fair. so, you know, like I I I mean I watched I watched so much goddamn football that I'd like it's yeah, I just don't dig fantasy. But so I should just have you pick my team every year because I'm always like I'm not great at it at all. I've never won. But I should just have you pick, and then I'll just you know go about it and manage it. Yeah, I, I probably do do okay because I follow the league. But it's, well, that's it. Yeah, the so, league the, the, that's a mess right now. They had like over 150 COVID cases last week. Three man. games got delayed. The Seahawks played in in, in a few hours because yeah, the game so. got delayed from Sunday till tonight. Like they're playing on. There's two games on Tuesday. What the hell is going on here? What is this? Just this, this some bullshit AAA crap. Is this the Canadian league? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday NFL. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's it. So how are the Seahawks doing this year? I, they're not I, good. They're uh, not a good, they're not good. It's very, very frustrating. I'm sorry. Man. It's yeah. It's uh, the f- football has been, uh, football has been grim this year watching just this mediocre team that is not going to be very good. And they might sneak into the playoffs but they'll lose. They're just, <laughs> you're just like, you're just, it's probably Russell Wilson's last season there. I think so. So last season or last Gradually. season? Is that last that... season in Seattle? I think. Okay. So where, I think it's played out. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you know, he had a nice run. He has. A yeah. Run, so. <laughs> Went to two Super Bowls. Yeah. No big deal. You know, that'll do it. Lost, lost one in spectacular fashion. I don't blame him for that. <laughs> I blame Pete Carroll. <laughs> no, I know. Um, and so, so Christmas, yeah, but what, what it, about- it is bowl season though. So, well, that's gonna make you feel pretty good, right? Oh boy, I love bowl season. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Hey, Johnny. Speaking of bowl season, we have a we have a sponsor. Do you? Yeah, we have an ad. Excellent. Ad yeah. Take your holidays to a higher level. Need someone to inspire your kids before Santa comes smoking down the chimney? We have the new holiday tradition for you. Forget advent calendars. Forget the elf on the shelf. Dog, <laughs> you need is Snoop on the Stoop. 
That's right. Everyone's favorite early 90s gangster rapper is coming to spice up your holidays with a little West Coast vibe and some mean blunts. So grab your gin and juice, roll up a fat one, and chill with Snoop as he sets things alight. Snoop on a stoop. Fuck it. It's Christmas. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a real thing. Snoop on a stoop is a real you're uh, kidding. No, I, I think someone started making them. And it's basically like the response to Elf on the Shelf. Snoop on a stoop. And it's, it is fantastic. I tell you, Snoop Dogg, that guy's got more projects than anybody else in the world. <laughs> that dude's in every commercial. He's doing cooking shows with Martha Stewart. He's, I mean, he was in the, 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 uh, you know, uh, the live in front of a studio audience. This thing that did yeah, it was a uh, Todd different Bridges. strokes. Yep, or not Todd Bridges. He was and he was in that. I mean, the guy's everywhere. Yeah. If you had told me in 1991 <laughs> that that Snoop that would was, be like that was really enjoyable. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else watches that, but uh, yeah. I I only watched it because you had said on Twitter that it was enjoyable, and I found it to be. I loved it. Yeah. It's, I, it was just this little bit of escapism and childhood nostalgia. Yep, and I just really dug it. I mean, you know, I hope they do it again. I hope they do Happy Days. I think the Happy Days would be great. Well, was Happy Days a Norman Lear thing? Because I thought there were only Norman Lear shows. Or my, I, I thought, boy, you know what? I got to double check myself. I thought Happy Days was Norman Lear. It could be. It could be. So, um, but it was fun. Like Jason Bateman and Will Arnett were so funny. Like yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but dude, I, Kevin Hart as Arnold was Kevin Hart was amazing. Fantastic. I mean, the highlight for me, obviously, was was Kevin Hart. I, I think that was just as Arnold Jackson, brilliant casting. Don't yeah, you? I just I, I don't know. I like the, the uniqueness of that. You know, yeah. like just an '80s sitcom that they're presenting as a play it was really cool. Yeah, dug it. and and the sets were spot on. I don't. I know couldn't believe it. Legitimately looked like the exact. I mean, to the like the props were the same. It was absolutely yeah. stunning. Absolutely stunning. That staircase in different strokes. They recreated it. Like it looks just like the set in right? the early eighties. It's crazy, man. Because I used that used to be like my favorite show. Like before, you know, different strokes. It was, before, it was pre-Cosby Show. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love different strokes. I uh, I used to like I used to watch that. In fact, and I throw it was back to back, but. It was always like something like tragic or something like a big issue always happened. And I used to get like super bummed out on every episode because there was some like, you know, like, you know, drug or like alcohol or beaten up or pedophilia. The name, uh, yeah, Gordon Jump as the pedophile. That was that is fucking dark. Yeah, good name. I can't name. believe they did that. Yeah, that was had an episode about a pedophile. Yeah. And I was like five and watching this and be like, oh shit, somebody could do that that's really scary okay i'm never leaving my house again no wonder i have anxiety problems trace it back to different strokes <laughs> so i was going to ask you to tell a story Uh-oh. you wouldn't got your booster shot but you said you had an altercation with the person that gave you your booster can you yeah. tell me this story so it's so i don't know why but my booster shots were like uh, or, I'm sorry, my original shots were fine, like in and out, no problem. It was like clockwork. But for this one, it was really hard to get an appointment. And when I went, my appointment was at like 12, and I didn't even get seen until one. And oh man, yeah, so in and out. That and there's just like, yeah, everyone's like waiting in line. It's a small pharmacy, and it's like, no, no one is happy, right? 
yeah. <laughs> yeah not, so, a, not a real wonderful place to be. Right. And, and so this, I, I think it's like a family owned pharmacy. Um, this nice, like right. Indian family, I, you can tell that their kids are working there. You know, they're all like doing their best they can to shuffle all these people through. And so finally, you know, I'm just like tired and I'm getting a shot and whenever things are just a little stressful, I like to make stupid jokes. So, uh, this woman who is administering the shots was no taller than five feet. She was very small and I was frightened of her just because she had that look like, don't fuck with me. But of course, <laughs> me, um, <laughs> I look at her and I go, uh, like before she, she takes out the needle, my arm's all ready to go. And I, and I like stop her. I'm like, is this going to turn me into a transformer? <laughs> that is pretty good. And she's like, she's like, I, I don't want to do the accent because it's gonna be so bad. But she's like, what I, is yeah, this transform? Yeah, what is this transform? Like, what are you talking about? And I, <laughs> doubling down, I was like, I heard that these shots turn you into a robot. And she flipped out, like, don't listen to the news. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, why are you here? Why are you bothering me? Like, like screaming. And we're in this like little closet in the back of the pharmacy, and there's a line of people outside, and like. I'm sure all I hear is this little woman screaming her head off at me because I'm being a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she was literally like, like holding up her hands as if she was going to strike me about the face. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I was just kidding. I love science. I love medicine. Like, please just give me my shot. Yeah. Uh, just joking so, around, but, but you know, people, the conspiracies are ridiculous. Yeah. Johnny, I'm not allowed back in that pharmacy. I can never go back. That's just, I, get, that's I get a feeling that the pharmacists, they're not really, they're not, they don't seem like a funny people. No, no, no. I've never met a funny pharmacist ever. A few years ago, I, I picked up, uh, I was picking up prescriptions and the, you know, and the, the pharmacist uh, comes up and he says, okay, what are we, what are we picking up today? And I said, oh, I have uh, three methadone uh, refills. And I just, you know, I mean, I mean, fucking nothing. I got nothing. He just, he just looked at me and stared at me. I like, I'm just, just kidding, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. He just stared at me like, yeah, that's not funny. That is like kind of funny. Job, sir. Okay. I don't come to your job. Make jokes. Good. Kind of funny. No, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Anything. No. Yeah. PP pills. Might have been funny. I don't know. I don't know, Johnny. So you have toddlers now. Is Christmas just bonkers at your house? But you you have uh it's gotta be like how many days till Santa and it's gotta be crazy right now, right? Yeah, those little ones. Johnny, it's it's nuts. It's awesome because you get to like re-love Christmas. Cause for a while, when you're when you get married or when you're in your twenties or whatever, it's just like, all right, here's Christmas. Here's here's something I bought for you, which you were there when I bought it. So, you know, enjoy this. Um <laughs> Like the, now it's just like, every, there's like, it looks like Christmas vomited all over our house. We have Christmas, <laughs> we, have Christmas we have like Santa's villages. We have an inflatable Olaf outside that lights up at night. Really? Uh, yeah. It Johnny, we have become that family, that family that I never thought we'd be where like there are Christmas lights outside our house. Um, yeah. Things are inflatable and lighting up. Uh, the kids are, like can't sleep at night because they're so excited. Um, so it's it's awesome. It really is. It's an awesome. That's great. Yeah, man. it's great. But yeah, uh, I when it's over, it'll be it'll be kind of nice too. Just have that kind of kind of 
Like, let's clean up all the fucking pine needles on my floor. You got an inflatable Olaf. Look at you. Inflatable Olaf. You know you've made it when you have an inflatable Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> There's one house that, in the neighborhood where I walk my dog. They probably have 20 inflatables. It's Ooh. I'm like, what is going on here? I mean, yeah, and it's, no. it's all all over the all, there's there's a couple on the roof. I mean, it's got to be twenty. Yeah, like, that's like, ridiculous. No one yeah. needs that. I have one, and I bought it. I think I bought it Christmas Eve two years ago because it was like on sale, right? And it was nine bucks. Um, and now my kids love it. I have to. What, one of the inflatables is that now we call them at ats. My my younger people will tell me it's it's an ATAT. It's, it's but, an at at. Fuck yeah. you. Tell them to call me. It's an at at. Just shut yeah, the fuck up. It's an at at. It's an at at. And the, one of them, one of them is an inflatable at at wearing a Santa hat. Like, where did you get this? Okay, I actually, I, no, no, no lie. I would definitely go out and buy that. I would put that in my front yard without a problem. It's pretty funny. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Like that might be an Amazon purchase like tonight. For me. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what are you doing for Christmas? Are you are you in uh, in your dog just? hanging out and drinking whiskey and yeah it's uh <laughs> yeah it's uh, one looks like it's gonna be one more uh one more holidays uh alone I'm so i'm not awesome. ready to get on an airplane yet and stuff, yeah so. i got it All it's right. it's just not i don't know there's it's you get too we get too many irresponsible people i just can't trust anybody i just like you know, yeah I, yeah not, not you so get, much, so. but you got your shots you right know. are you sh- yeah i got uh, I got, yeah, I got boosted last week. Oh, nice. So, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I know that there's still a chance you can get sick, but I, I think that that's, uh, you know, it's got to make you feel a little bit better that you're most. It does. Better. It's just yeah. that, but then I, you know, see the, the numbers and I'm like, come on, man. We're only 70% of us have done this. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know. <laughs> I know. I think the thing that I just marvel at is, you know, I don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in anything. I, I mean, it's, it's such a weird, you don't know what's in Tylenol guy. What are you yeah. talking about? I don't know what's in it. Well, there's these do same people research. that have these excuses that yeah, they're going to do my own research. That means yeah. you watch some YouTube videos. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if you blew out your, it's like your appendix burst the next day, they would go to the doctor and trust what the doctor said. This isn't any different, right? No, it's it's quite quite the opposite. Um, these guys have been sp- studying their entire lives to make this stuff, and it's it's actually, if there weren't this negative to it, people would be blown away by not only the speed but the care and the science and the intelligence that's gone into the development of these vaccines. It's like mRNA is is fascinating stuff. It and is, the, and the fact that these people are like. It's going to turn me into a transformer. Like, who says that to a pharmacist, right? Like, come on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been. Yeah. Been yeah, yeah it's it's going to make you magnetic. And I, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I don't. But I did see that uh, 96% of Democrats are uh, have got their shot. Only mm-hmm. 58% of Republicans. Nice shot, Fox News. Good job. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just unbelievable to me. Well, you've seen all these the text messages that came out about January 6th and it's like Fox yeah. News it's very good at saying one thing but doing something completely opposite and I'm sure Fox News the staff is very well vaccinated they all are yeah I mean but the other day the game show host was on his uh he's on his history tour with Bill O'Reilly which is just hilarious he history said he got tour. boosted people booed like <laughs> you can't control the monsters you created 
I mean, right. they booed him for saying he got the boot. Like, guys, he, he, he was one of the first people to get it. Come yeah. on. Don't be so naive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it's really, really beyond frustrating that this is still going because, got, oops. Oh, what happened, Johnny? Just uh, drop. Whoa. Oh my God, Johnny. Ju- Ju- Judy. <laughs> Sorry, my dog. Sorry. Judy stepped on the, the cord to the mic stand and the mic fell over. <laughs> Judy. Yeah. yeah. There is a chance, and, and I know there's a very slim chance, but I, I do want to, I'm hoping, kind of, that during one of these records, like a volcano erupts near you. And there's just like mass chaos. Not that you die. I want you to be safe. I want you to be safe. But I do want to get that on 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 tape at some point. It's just this massive, you know, destruction happening Fair. very close to you. You know, if that's okay. Well, I'm surrounded by you know these huge, like hundred foot tall trees. One of those could come down. Okay. Well, that's good enough. Or the catch fire, right? That's yeah. there's a chance, right? We'll see how it goes. I mean, we don't get that out here. I mean, you know, East Coast. It's like you get a hurricane, you get a blizzard. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, you'd be fine. You know, I want I want like mass destruction. I want a, I want an earthquake followed by a volcanic eruption that causes a forest fire <laughs> and spares you your life and your house and your dog. But Fair I, enough. you know, I just want to get I want to see some destruction, Johnny. That could That's happen. Ask. No, it <laughs> could happen. Um, you had sent me an article, uh, I guess it was this week, last week, some week, about uh, the 90 Day Fiance star is making $50,000 a week selling what? their fart or their farts in a jar. Jeez. I, when, I, I, think, I couldn't believe when I saw the headline. And that's, what, and I, that's why I sent it to you. I was like, hey, I well, got yeah, a business, I, business idea. Um, yeah. Apparently, she's farting in a jar and selling it. And it is the wackiest thing I've ever seen. Who, who is the clientele? I don't, I, I, who are, I mean, that's beyond my comprehension that somebody, apparently a lot of people are getting farts in the mail. <laughs> but, but Johnny, I'm, I'm blown, I'm blown away by that. I mean, enough so that she's making $50,000 a week. That's insane. Because I'm sure she's who not are you selling, selling farts to, and for how much? Like a thousand dollars? That's fifty. All right, let's say that she's selling them for a thousand dollars a jar, okay? Which is a lot of money for a fart, okay? That's <laughs> true. It's true. It's a lot I mean, of money for a fart. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to mince words here. That's a lot of money for a fart. How is she capable of capturing fifty farts a week to send out? And it's a great question, right? Is she just pounding stag chili all day? What's going on here? I bet she's not even fart. I bet I bet she's finding other people. I bet she has some some other See, people. That's where that's where it gets suspicious. Is that if you got you know this might not always be her farts. She right. could have a little team, you know that they're coming right. over, and you know having the you know chili and stuff. And then, yeah, yeah it, it's a little suspicious. You know, I want to know where my farts come from. I just imagine like getting caught ordering that. Like, what did you order? And having to come clean about oh I or there was a, a, a there's this girl that was on a is it a is it a dating show? It's a reality uh, show. I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm, ass, I'm assuming that it's like people literally meet in 90 days and get married. I mean, I'm assuming that's what it is. Yeah, but imagine trying to have to come clean and try to explain. Well, yeah, you know, I, I I did. I I paid a. I paid two hundred fifty dollars. 
to come in the mail. I, I don't, I don't know how you farts. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's, let's say you wanted to get into this and I'm, I'm asking for a friend here, Johnny. Okay. But how many farts do you think you could theoretically <laughs> create a week and bottle them up? Like, like how many, a week, from, a week. How I'm, many, good, I'm good for 20. I think that's about all I a got. solid 20. Yeah. I think I'm good for 20. All right. So let's say you sell 20 a week and you're not a 90 day fiance star, but you're still a well-known man. Let's say you're, let's say you sell them for a hundred bucks, right? That's $2,000 a week, Johnny. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a nice little income. Some, something, something to think about, you know, I mean, that's, that's over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Imagine like coming up with this idea, this, this girl, like, you know what? I have an idea. And yeah. That it went from the, the, the idea even happened that it how did it get executed? The whole thing is just bizarre to me. Yeah. Like, how do you, I got a great idea. Who has that idea? Well, you can sell farts. Johnny, there's a lot of weird people I, in the world, man. I mean, you know, they have those vending machines in Japan that sell like girls' underwear. My, used. Yeah. Uh, I've, I, my buddy, uh, I had a buddy that went to Japan. He told me he saw one, hmm. but they, I think they fake those. So, well, who's to say this chick isn't faking her own parts. That's okay. all I'm saying. You get one of those fart gas things, little spray, little co- close it up, seal it. Yeah. Ship it off to Sheboygan. That you get at Spencer's um, in the, and Spencer's gifts in the mall in, exactly in the eighties. They had fart spray. Mm-hmm. Remember Spen- Spencer's gift. We, we have a store here that we're going to sell you fart spray and, uh, you know, naked lady playing cards, mm-hmm. you know, and some uh, sex toys and then some Lamborghini posters and some incense. <laughs> like the whole, the whole store made no sense at all. No, it was like, here's all the shit that fell off the back of this truck that we're just going to try to sell. Oh, uh, Spencer's. I, I remember, I don't think my parents let us go into Spencer's gifts for a while. Yeah, it was kind of taboo for a little bit. Yeah. I know? think they're like, yeah. I don't know if you just be going in there looking at Pam Anderson posters. Yeah. Kathy Ireland poster. God, I had the biggest crush on Kathy Ireland. Oh my God. You and half of America. God damn. She was. Kathy Ireland was unbelievable. Yeah. I think she's a little bit of a a Trumper now. I think. Oh, is is she really? Uh, Now I got to like go to the Google machine and make sure that I'm not just talking out of my butt, but. uh, You could sell that if you are. Oh, Kathy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Kathy Ireland, she is listed as American author. God, she still looks good. 58. <laughs> 58. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, my God. Kathy Ireland. God, she looks great. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm going down a. a yeah, she's. Uh, no, nothing. nothing. What uh, we have, you know, coming up here, the, the January 6th uh, committee seems like they're getting to a place now that we're going to start learning some more stuff. Yeah. What's the over under on people going to jail for this? I think more than, I think more people will go to prison than went to, for Watergate. I think people are going to jail, but the right people. And I, and I mean that by like the people who kind of like helped with it. I mean, I, clearly people have already started going to jail, but people that yeah were on the ground, like the shaman guy. Whatever. Yeah. But um, so know, while you're thinking about, so my mom, my mom will call and 
my mama, I get, I get mom calls, you know, and a lot of times like, well, do you know who died? You know, I can get those calls. Yeah. So my mom calls a little while ago and said, do you remember the so-and-so brothers? And I said, I said, yeah, I think so. I played on a basketball team with them. Yeah. So my mom was at the grocery store, ran into their mom. Oh, nice. And my mom said, well, how are your sons? The lady started crying and said they're in prison because they went to the January 6th riot. <laughs> Two <laughs> And my mom was like, oh, well, that's too bad. Like, she didn't know what to say. What do you say? Like, well, shit. That's what happens. So apparently, yeah, they were, they were, they were turned in by family members and the FBI, this is a few months ago now, the FBI came and knocked on their door. They're, they're in prison. I love it. In jail. Good. Good. Unbelievable. Sorry. You're, you're a traitorous lech who tried to overthrow the government. Fuck if I saw someone I knew in that footage, I'd turn your ass in. Guaranteed, oh, yeah. I would. But I wouldn't even think about it. No. Johnny, if you were in there, I'd do it. I'd be like, Johnny Wright lives with his dog in the woods. He's probably got a gun, but you know, you'll find him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got whiskey and a couple of J's. You're going to find him. He'll be fine. Um, yeah, man. That's, yeah. I, I'm hoping. They're in prison. They flew to DC and participated in the riot. That's just ridiculous. Sorry, kids. That's what happens. I think Mark Meadows is looking like he's not going to be doing too well. Steve Bannon looks like he's got some issues coming up. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're, you're not going to cooperate. You're going to try to drag your feet. You're probably going to end up uh, going to jail. When they start naming the, you know, the lawmakers that were sending these texts, well, more of that's going to come out. And we yeah. still, I mean, there still might be for all I know, like, there might be security footage of some of these people getting a tour. I mean, that still could happen. Right. Like, uh, like Lauren Bobert or whatever. Yeah. Lauren Bobert. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, like they're not looking too good. She really does sound like the dumbest person. She's, oh yeah. When, yeah. when I, like, that's, it's just like this, the dumbest girl I knew in college though, she was pretty, you know, she won a car on the prices, right? <laughs> so she wasn't that dumb. She knew, yeah, she knew apparently not. She knew, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Spring break, she came back with a car from, from the prices, it, right? That's probably a long okay. time ago. It's probably like a Chevy Cavalier. It's like all they used to give. Yeah, I don't remember, but just, <laughs> just remember thinking that was so funny that the biggest airhead I knew that, uh, yeah, won a, won a car. I love prices, right? That makes that me so happy. Yeah, pretty funny. Oh my God. Uh, Johnny, I think this is uh this is where we come to an end here. Are you good? Okay. Do you have any yeah anything else you want to say? Do you wanna do you wanna sing a Christmas carol? Oh boy, I do have a lovely singing voice. I know, um I know. <laughs> what's your go-to well, like Christmas? No, carol? I'm gonna... What's your go-to? What's your what's your like uh, Frosty? You doing Frosty? You doing a little Rudolph? You doing? I'm going a little. I'm going a little uh, Chuck Berry. Run, run, Rudolph. Ooh, solid choice. Solid choice. Yeah, love it. I also like the Beach Boys' Little Saint Nick. Oh, that's a good point. Like that one that too. Just a copy of uh, what is it? Uh, isn't Little Saint? Didn't they just replace a word with like Little Saint Nick with like my Little Deuce Coop? Isn't that it? Isn't it the same so. song? I think so. Yeah. Fucking cheap. My my same nephew that I told you about, he's got this class, and he texted me, "Have you ever heard pet sounds?" Yeah, <laughs> I have heard the Beach Boys record pet sounds. Does your does your nephew know you? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, like, yeah, I've 
I, I have heard uh, one of the yeah one of the what's considered to be one of the greatest albums ever. I have, I have yeah. heard that one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah so good. Stones. That's awesome. Yeah, man. mine are a sixteen-year-old though. Well, but you know, texting about Beatles songs, I got I, I'm proud. That's awesome. Keep it going, man. I love it. Hmm. All right, we'll wrap it up. I got to get ready to be frustrated by the Seahawks in a few hours. Of course. Everything you'd like to add? Good luck getting frustrated by the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kiddo. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for a little bit uh, this afternoon, and uh, we we appreciate you. We appreciate people listening, and hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. Um, I'm having one more Christmas alone, so but next year we'll be back. I think. Now I say that, and it's probably going to be worse next year. No, don't say that. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. For Adam Drake, I'm Johnny Wright. Take care and be sound.